Let's do this. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Megan. We're going to be talking about the whole movie in this episode, spilling all the tea. So if you haven't seen the movie, put us on pause, go and watch it, and come on back here. All right, on to the episode. Hi, it's Megan. And Kimberly, and you've entered room 237. (sighs) (laughs) This week has been so stressful, and I am just like, I'm a little like, a little bit wired. (laughs) Little why I am a little drunk, a little tired, a little wired. I've been drinking since ten a.m. <laughs> I I did not in preparation for being able to speak clearly on this. Ooh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> I, I speak more than you, so <laughs> my bad. I was celebrating real early oh, this morning, but let's just, let's get into let's get into the movie. <laughs> so giddy, we can't even talk. So exci- okay. So this week we are doing Annabelle. Annabelle. Which is, mm, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Cool. So let's do some facts. All right. So Annabelle was released on September 29th, 2014. It was directed by John R. Leonetti and it has a Rotten Tomato, tomato meter score of 36%. <laughs> y'all. Woo! So. Yikes. Actually, no, that's the audience score. The Rotten Tomato is 29. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I can tell you I agree with this. Absolutely agree with it. It's not great. (laughs) It has a runtime of one hour and 39 minutes. And it stars Annabelle Wallace uh, as Mia. And she was in X-Men First Class, Tag, which was a pretty funny movie. I've never heard of it. And Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have heard of it. That's Uh where I've seen her. The the Tag movie? Yeah. I was like, I've seen this one, but I can't think of what it was. And I have actually seen Tag. Peaky Blinders is a show that everyone keeps getting Mm. trying to get me to watch, but I haven't. My brother is like, I can't believe you haven't watched that show. It's so good. And Everyone like, does it. I was like, I watched one episode and I didn't think it was great. And he's like, you got to give it more time. And then I looked on my Netflix and actually watched three episodes. And I still didn't think it was great, <laughs> clearly. Like, mm, so, no. It didn't drag me in. Wasn't doing it for you. Mm-mm. It has Ward Horton as John. And he was in Wolf of Wall Street. I don't remember. White Collar, which is one of my favorite fucking shows. <laughs> and Gossip Girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Also at all uh, all my children, so oh, is that, okay. I was like, what's AMC? All my children. Uh, okay. Kind of he looks like somebody soap. who he would be absolutely in a soap looks like a soap sure. It has uh, Tony Amendola. He plays Father Perez, and he was in The Curse of La 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 Yorona. We did see him in that. We did. He was also Father Perez. The same character. He was in Will and Grace, where he also played a priest. He only plays priests. Apparently, like he just got in this role and was like, no. I'm, I'm, this is my lane. I'm staying in it. Any other script that comes in the mail, he's like, fuck, trash. Nah. A biker? No, thank you. <laughs> no, I'm a priest. Not holy enough. <laughs> Alfre Woodard, she plays Evelyn, and she was in 12 Years as a Slave. She's in Luke Cage, Empire, Radio, Love I mean, it's like, Alfre Woodard. She, yeah. Like, she, she's national treasure. Yeah. Come on. She's been around for a minute. <laughs> and then we have Carrie O'Malley, who's Sharon Higgins, and she was in Snowpiercer, Modern Family, and Young Sheldon. Mm, I know her. No, I've seen Snowpiercer. I thought it was shit. Everybody loves that movie. Is it the TV show or the movie? I don't know. Okay, Ooh, I don't know. Because the the TV show I, I have not the TV show I haven't seen. The TV show has Debbie Diggs in it. Debbie Diggs. I thought she said it has dicks in it. No, I, I don't like, know if there are dicks in it, but definitely has Debbie Diggs. <laughs> so, 
Ellen DeGeneres lived in the apartment that was used in the movie, okay. Annabelle. Uh, okay. It was her first apartment when she first moved to L.A. This seems way too nice for somebody who just moved to L.A. How much money did she fucking have? That apartment was bomb. It was huge, what? right? It was huge. It's way bigger than my current apartment. And she was like, oh, it was even creepy back then. And I'm like, creepy as in like, you just had so much space. Too much space? To yeah. Too okay, many cool, square feet? Ellen. Cool. So... Although the movie, like, in, in, or in the movie, Annabelle, like, her, the doll is porcelain. Right. The real Annabelle doll is, like, a large raggedy doll. She is it's raggedy, not. too. <laughs> uh, Mia shouts, Leah! <laughs> 89 fucking times throughout this wow, film. Wow, really? Yeah. And it breaks the record of saying a character's name repeatedly in a movie. It's ridiculous. It, uh, the majority of her lines are just, Leah! Just Leah! 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 Uh, also, Annabelle is the first spinoff in the Conjuring series. Okay. It it definitely has a very conjuring vibe. Like mm-hmm. I felt that the whole time. So we've already done twenty fourteen, so we're gonna give you a few additional facts. I don't remember what movie we did in twenty fourteen. I don't either. Was it La 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 Yorona? La 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 Yorona. Anyway, Jimmy Fallon took over for Jay Leno as the host of the Tonight Show. And then How I Met Your Mother ended in March. You have a sad face here. I could care less. I do. I loved that show. Mm, I wasn't a fan. I liked Barney. Happy by Pharrell Williams was number one on the Billboard charts. This is my mood today because I'm happy. Okay, I'll give it to you. I can't. <laughs> like that song. No, it does. I can't stand it. But It does not invoke joy. No. And then, I don't know. That's about it. You want to get into the movie? Let's fucking do the movie. Annabelle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it starts. And we get some on-screen text, which you know I love. I know you did. And it says, since the beginning of civilization, dolls have been beloved by children, cherished by collectors, and used in religious rites as conduits for good and evil. Mm. What are your thoughts already immediately? Are you scared? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm like, okay, I know where this is going, but thanks for telling me. I mean, we all saw the preview, so I think right, we all right. know where yeah, this is going. Know. Like, you see Annabelle, and you're like, this is a thing of nightmares. Right. No. That bitch looks like she's seen some shit. I don't know why anyone would bring that motherfucker in, her, in their home, but... Even before she gets all cracked <laughs> and, like, cracked out looking, she... She's still really mm-mm. creepy. I don't want nothing to do with her. Not a damn thing. Or her little sisters that she sits by <laughs> in the beginning. No, Her little black you. and white sisters. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you, girl. I'm good. So we start the movie with two young ladies and a man. And they're all college age or, you know, mid-20s. Yeah. And they're talking to, I don't think we actually see them, but they're talking to Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are from the Conjuring movie. And they're telling them about their experience with this haunted doll. And I believe this is how the Conjuring starts or ends or something. I think it starts with it, maybe. I don't really remember. But I I haven't seen the Conjuring in a hot minute. It's been a long time. I saw it on a plane. To London, I think. Oh, you're so fancy. <laughs> oh, gosh. When you could still fly to right. different countries. <laughs> They're talking about their experience, and it all started kind of like, oh, we noticed like an arm or a leg was in a different position. Then we could have sworn it was in when we left for the day or whatever. And then one day, we came home, and that doll was in a completely different <laughs> room. Like, did she get up and walk? What happened like, here? Right. And we see a shot of Annabelle at this point, and I'm telling you, this bitch, she's seen some shit. She, and then, like, the girl's like, well, my mom gave it to me as a birthday gift. I'm like, what? why is your mom giving you a doll at, like, 30 you're, years old? Like, we're 25, yeah. 30? Yeah. If my mom ever gave me something like this, I'd be like, do you not know me right. at all? 
I would never want Can this. Get some, uh, a Visa card, bitch. <laughs> Thank you. I would Amazon? take a gift card. <sighs> so they tell Ed and Lorraine they contacted the medium and they were told that the doll was possessed by a girl named Annabelle Higgins, which is where she gets the name Annabelle for mm-hmm. the doll. And the girl, Annabelle Higgins, lost her parents and took a liking to the doll. We find out later yeah. what happened. It's really not that important. But this is kind of the story they're giving, that they've been given. They, yeah. And then, yeah, this is when we learned that one of the girls got Annabelle as a gift from her mom. And it's a shit gift. <laughs> and they're Shittiest all super scared of this doll. And then we get title card. Annabelle. Annabelle. And now we seem to be at church. Yeah. We've gone to church. One year earlier. And it's 1970 because the Conjuring series loves the 70s. They do. Or they like really the late do. 60s. They're like, let's get this bell-bottom vibe happening. And we're in Santa Monica, California. I don't know why mm-hmm. I said it like that. Santa Monica. Have you seen on um, Saturday Night Live, they did that one skit, skit, sketch like several times they did several but it was called the californians Mm-mm. and the it's hilarious but the way they say california is just so funny like the californians <laughs> California. i don't know if that's how people talk there but apparently they do but we're at church it's a catholic church and the priest is father Perez, and he's giving a little sermon and then we see john and mia and there she's pregnant they're mm-hmm. expecting their first little baby baby <laughs> <laughs> Little baby. And they have this like little thumb war during the sermon, so clearly they're paying attention. Yeah, clearly. But they're so they're super cute. They're like the quintessential fifties couple, like Stepford Wife. It's definitely nineteen seventy, not fifties. Seventies. So they also it could also work for the fifties. They do look no. out of time a little bit. They do. Yeah. They're they're both very attractive and John. It just feels a little too like, oh, we're all so beautiful. Like, I'll get into John a little bit, but he could get it. He put on glasses all the time. I was like, oh, sexy. Hey, doctor. So they're sitting next to another couple, which is the Higgins, Mr. and Mrs. Mm -hmm. And so after church, Mr. Higgins comes up and he's talking to John and Mia. And then he's like, I don't know where my wife went. And Mia, being a lady, is like, I'll go try and find her her. since you clearly can't do anything. And she finds her. She's inside. I don't know what this is called because I am not Catholic. So if you're Catholic, let me know where all the little candles are being lit. I just have the candle place. The, the candle, the room. candle area. I don't know what it's, if it, is it has a name. I have no idea. The candle room. Yes, the can, it's not really a room. It's just a little nook. A little a candle nook. A candle nook. Very cute. And she is praying. And then she makes a comment that her husband thinks that she's going to run off too one day. Yeah. So clearly somebody did Someone. run off. Yeah. <laughs> but her and Mia head out of the church. And then the group, this little group of four, the foursome, but not in that way. Not like, you know. Not in the bountiful Exactly. Just in a carpooling kind of a way. They go home because they're next door neighbors. Yes. And their houses are super close together. Very close. Like, if John and Mia are laying in bed and maybe having an intimate moment, they could look out the window and just, like, high-five with the biggest. <laughs> they could Eiffel Tower each other. Exactly. <laughs> like, just through their bedroom windows. <laughs> it's close. So they get out, and they're kind of talking about what names they've picked. John has some terrible name ideas, Oof. frankly. It's like he he's living in the 1900s. They kind of have, him and Mia have a little bit of a disagreement over it. Yeah, because he wants to name the baby Phyllis if it's a girl. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you don't want your daughter to have friends? Right, because is it 1908? Yeah. Nobody's named Phyllis. No offense to anyone named Phyllis. I'm sorry if your name is Phyllis. It's a wonderful name. It's, it's great. I'm sure. We love it. When you got your retirement check <laughs> this month, it looked really beautiful on that check. Right, right, right. 
So they head inside the house, and Mia tells John, she's like, we really shouldn't talk about our baby because, you know, they lost their daughter like two years ago. And John's like, they didn't lose her. That bitch ran away. She ran away. She's like, probably she's like off with the hippies. She's alive somewhere. So he opens the door, and, and Mia's like, you didn't lock that shit? She's pissed about it, didn't she's she? She's yeah. very angry about it. She kind of goes from zero to 60 real quick. Real quick. And she goes, you should really, you know, start locking the doors. Maybe think about it. Yeah, Maybe we're in different times now. It's the John. 70s. It's, it's a wild time. What <laughs> a time to be alive. It's, it's a crazy place. So later that night, Mia's got the television on. They got one TV in the living room. And the news is on. It's reporting about the Manson family murders mm-hmm. and the, the Tate LaBianca murders and all that stuff. And we see Charlie on the screen, his little tiny self. And he just got arrested. His little tiny He's self. He's so tiny. He was like five tiny. foot tall, like Cassie's height. <laughs> I wonder, was he a sleepy? You know he was. <laughs> So Mia's in there. She's sewing. I think she's working on some baby clothes. And I can already tell we're about to get some shit with this sewing machine. Yeah, it already gave me anxiety. It was me going anxiety. too it was hard. It was so fast. It yeah. was so hard. It was going fucking ham. I'm like. <laughs> I mean, my mom sews a lot. She doesn't make clothes, but she's a quilter. So she's got like 20 sewing machines. They don't go like this. Well, see, I'm like, I don't, I'm not a sewer. I've never made anything in my life. However, I'm not a seamstress. Is that it? <laughs> sure. <know>. Whatever. <laughs> I've never used a fucking sewing machine, but I wasn't it was going sure hard. if like I was she is doing it hard. She needs to slow down. Slow not down, that girl. intense. But John is like, uh, say, girl, can you turn it off? Because honestly, you shouldn't be exposing my unborn child to that kind mm-hmm. of trauma. And it's hard for me to concentrate. And also, I'm trying to do my shit. Apparently, he is going to be a doctor. Yeah. He's studying. He's in med And school. also can't get his ass up to turn off the TV on his You were closer phone. than she was. Yeah, right. I mean. Just get up and turn it off, John. But he's kind of a little bit nervous. He's ta- He tells Mia, you know, he's like, um, I'm in med school and this is already really difficult. And then I'm going to have to throw being a father on top of that. And I'm like, really? Like, they don't understand how hard I am working. I. Yeah, it's yeah. all about him. And she's like, excuse me? You don't want to be a dad because I am literally nine months pregnant. Right, like there's no turning back here. <laughs> this kid is about to pop it's out of pop my out. body, and he he backpedals. He's like, "Oh, that's not what I meant. Like I worded no, it wrong. No, no, I'm super sorry." She just kind of gets up and walks off. Yeah, she goes to the nursery. She goes to sulk <laughs> in the creepiest nursery <laughs> known to man. There are a shit ton of dolls in here. So big Many. dolls, little dogs, dolls like dolls with curly hair, dolls that go. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> it's a whole room of nope. Even before they introduced this bitch, Annabelle. Right. Even before Annabelle. One of these hoes like... going to kill you in your sleep already. <laughs> it's un- it's upsetting. It was inevitable. It's upsetting. But she is mad about his attitude. So he comes in. He's all sorry. And he's, uh, he's like, I've never been happier. I'm super happy. And I just, hey, you know what? I got a present I, for I got you. you I was saving it, but... But I fucked up, right? so now I need, to, I need to get you a gift. Let me go so. ahead and give it to you now. And he goes out, and he brings in this... This huge box. First of all, he says... <laughs> he does say something funny. He goes, I want to give you give oh, yeah. you something. And she's like, the last time you said that, I ended up preg. He's like, he's he goes, like, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. I did that. I gave you that He's dick. all like, uh, uh, mm. uh. But he brings the box in, and it's... Annabelle. And apparently she's been looking for this doll for ages. It's part of a collection of creepy dolls that all vaguely resemble each other. They all have like a white dress on. It's creepy as fuck. She's looking normal-ish. But this doll is huge. It's a. It's like a good 
what two and a half feet? feet three feet yeah. it's big like why is she so big she's bigger than her buddies right i've never seen her all this big actually i have let me tell you <laughs> when my sister was a small child little it was in the early 90s you know um they had those like my dolls or me dolls or whatever i don't know what they're called but you could get these dolls that like american like girl no it was like no. you they look like you so you would pick out like the the hair color the eye color skin color that kind of stuff Pick out an outfit for them, and then they would sit. They would make it and send it to you, so it like looked like your kid or whatever. So my sister had one of these. This shit was creepy as hell, and also pretty big. Does she still I have it? I think my parents just now threw it away oh, when they moved fuck. out, because I think my mom was like, "Alex, do you want this?" And she was like, "Definitely no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> that thing will kill me in my sleep, so I'm good." She should have wrapped it for her for her birthday. I'm like, "Happy birthday, Alex." <laughs> she should have. That would be hysterical. But it was creepy and it sat on like this rocking horse. Up. No, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> rocking horses and rocking chairs are the fucking worst. So Why creepy. are they so creepy? It's because they, they move on their own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They're just like they catch a breeze and they're like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're always creaky too. Like get they're some WD-40. And they're always like uh, the woods a little worn yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But Mia loves this doll, and she, she, she's so happy so about happy. it. So happy. She puts it with all her other Satan dolls, and then later that night, they're asleep in bed. They have their window open, okay? And we kind of zoomed out through the window. Which like, she bitched at him for having, like, the door unlocked. We y'all are going to sleep with your window open. There's no okay. screen either, so yeah, bugs no. just coming in. No, thank Girl. you. I know it was the 70s, but you had air conditioner. Right. They had air conditioner in the 70s. Amen. But they got the window open. And we see that there's some kind of commotion going on next door at the Higgins. They wake up, they're kind of turn their light on, and Mr. Higgins gets out of bed. And we kind of see Mrs. Higgins, she picks up the phone. I guess they think there's an intruder. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, we get a jump scare with the music. Because it's so quiet it's up so until quiet. this point. Like, I kept turning up my TV like, fuck, like, is something wrong? And then all of a sudden. Like, loud music. And let me tell you, this whole movie, I texted you this the other day mm-hmm. when I was watching this. Every jump scare in this movie got me. <laughs> and I was pissed off every time because I was so like on edge from the election. Yes, like worked up and anxious from the election that I was very easily startled. Everything. And I had headphones in when I was watching because I was watching it on my computer. So it's oh. just like, it's so much louder. It was just like, ah, every ah, time. Ah. But yeah, so we get, we, and then we see blood splatter across the wall and Mrs. Higgins screams, the light kind of starts to dim and then we see a man kind of walk up to her with a knife and the light goes out yeah and the scream wakes up mia and so she gets up she kind of looks out the window and she's like john wake up i definitely heard a scream can you go and check this out and he's a little skeptical he is i don't like his attitude this whole movie no, he wakes up he's like oh is it the baby and she's like i heard a scream he's like Ugh. He's like, you think you heard one. You Did you really hear yeah, one? Right. Like, come on. But he he does go over. He's like, I'll go and check it out. They would do it for us. I'll go and yeah, check it out. Yeah, even Mia was like, wait, maybe we should like call the cops. And she's right. She is absolutely right. And he's like, just because you heard a scream, like, I'll go check it out. I'm like, okay, John. So he goes over there. She she stands on the porch and kind of just watches. Like, he tells her to stay here. Right. But then she just goes and stands on the porch. And then 2.5 seconds after he leaves, she's like, John. Right? He ha- has he made it to the house? I don't think he was even in the front door. She was like, John, 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 John. And then she immediately starts heading over there herself. And then he comes racing out, not three seconds later, and he's got blood on him. But don't worry. It's not his. It's not his. I'm cool. 
I'm cool, huh? I'm good. These motherfuckers, though. They dead, dead. <laughs> they dead, dead. So he's like, can you please call the cops? And she's like, bitch, I said, but she but, doesn't say it, okay. but she thinks it. I know she does. So she runs back in the house, and she calls 911. And while From she's- a notary phone. A rotary phone. A notary. <laughs> a rotary, yeah. Rotary. So while she's on the phone, we see over her shoulder a figure in the mm-hmm. baby room. And Mia, you know- she calls 911 and then she's just like, look, we got, a, we got a situation. I don't really know what it is, but just can you send somebody? Goodbye. And she hangs up, which would yeah, never happen stay nowadays. On the line. They would try and force yeah. your ass to stay yeah, on the line. Yeah, they would. But so then she's like, you know what? I'm in my gown. I'm going to get a robe <laughs> because cops are coming and I don't have she's to speak to people. She's getting like this Aztec cardigan. <laughs> she goes to the closet and she grabs herself a robe and we see a woman now. It's a we see that that figure was a lady, yeah. and she's in the baby room, and she's got the Annabelle doll, and she's holding it like a baby, like a baby, a baby. And Mia is about to head back outside, and then she hears this little voice whisper, "I like your dolls. I like your dolls." <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to make it like a, a list with the? <laughs> You said, I like your dolls. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been drinking since today. <laughs> so Mia is like, ooh, no, 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 no. And she backs up. So my husband's coming back here any minute. Take and whatever then, the fuck you want and get out. Get out. But then suddenly a man pops out of the closet that honestly she was just giving a robe out of. So I don't know how she didn't see him. And he has a knife. And he stabs her in, like, the kind of the pregnant stomach. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly, John, like, supermans that hoe out of, From nowhere. out of nowhere. Like, Captain Save a Hoe just busts right? in this bitch. He is in full Captain America mode. Like, he comes in, guns blazing, and they start fighting. And he yells at Mia to just get out of the room. But she's all like, oh, I'm disoriented. But the, we see the knife on the ground. So she kind of reaches for it. But then that lady comes out of nowhere, and she grabs it. And let me just take a break to note that these, this man and this woman are in these like cream colored Jesus yeah. robes. It's They're very, in super culty clothes. Yes, like you look at them and cult. you're like, oh yeah, for yeah, sure you're in a fucking cult. You believe in something weird, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so John kind of slams that lady against the wall because he's kind of temporarily paralyzed this man. Like he's on the floor. Yeah. I don't know. He slams the lady against the wall. But then the police arrive and they just shoot that guy, the Jesus Robe Man dead. And then it the, was an intense scene. The fight. It, they make it seem like real intense. It lasted all of three seconds. But the lady locks herself in the baby room and the police are trying to get in there and they finally bust the door down and she has um, killed herself. Yep. The ambulance is there. They take Mia out on the gurney and this is when we finally get to see it, that that lady in there killed herself. And she also drew in blood a weird symbol on the wall. Yes. And she's holding, and she's holding a little the Annabelle, Annabelle doll. And we see a drop of blood fall off of her into the Annabelle doll's eyeball and kind of just get absorbed. And I'm like, ew, gross. And uh, at, at the end of the scene, I'm like, I already know where this is going. Like, everyone knows where this is going. Like, I don't even need to watch the rest of the movie. I know exactly what's about to happen. Right, right. Because right. I may not have seen the Chucky movies, but I know what happened there, too. Got it. So... I don't feel like I need to watch the rest of the hour and 15 minutes of this movie, but I no, did for but y'all. but we did. But we did. I that's did. what we do. We do. So we see that there's a news report and it's talking about the murders. And this is when we learned that the Higgins were for sure killed and that the murderers were Annabelle Higgins, their daughter, their estranged daughter, I guess, mm-hmm. and her, her boyfriend. weird boyfriend who they don't know who he is really. Nah, he's very manson They just assume it's her boyfriend. Like maybe he was just some guy. Maybe he's just a friend. How do they know he's her boyfriend? They call him that, but... Maybe Annabelle was a lesbian. 
She could have been. She could have been. Just assuming. It's, yeah, we know what that does. <laughs> so they also say that these people are believed to be members of a cult. And I mean, that felt obvious. Yeah, right. We could tell by their clothes. Right. Like we, <laughs> that Jesus robe was telling me a lot. And maybe the symbol they drew on blood. But like. Uh, right. <laughs> so now we're at the doctor. And Mia's getting checked because she got stabbed in the baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know. also, did you notice how dark the uh, doctor's office room was? I'm like, well, if she's getting a sonogram. They turned the lights down for that. That dark? The whole movie is super dark. Well, it's a horror movie. It's they a, love the Clyde Dream film. I mean, series. this is not. Um, Midsummer. Yeah, I'm like, what was that movie? So we have daylight and sunshine. Bright as hell the whole time. So he does a sonogram. He's like, look, your baby's cool, but there's a little bit of damage to your cervix, so I'm going to need you to be bedridden for the rest of your pregnancy. She's got, like, honestly a week left. Yeah, so right. how hard is that? So only get up to go to the bathroom. That's it. And she I would looks, be relieved. I'd be like, yes, like, thank you. I can do shit. Yes. She looks real upset about it. Like, a she little does. depressed. I guess, you know, her friends just died. I guess so. She's so just kind she, of scared off Her baby is possibly dead in her body, which <laughs> would be very upsetting. He says she's cool, though. Yeah. So they go home, and she's all nervous because also there was a, a man killed, and a woman killed herself in their house, and yeah. it felt creepy. And so she's kind of hesitant to head back in there, but John's like, girl, I already had this place cleaned. We good, Hardcore. Girl. We scrubbed everything at least twice. But she just kind of closes that baby room door like... I don't want to see it. I don't want to go in there. So he's taking care of her. He rolls the TV into the bedroom. Yeah. He's like, look, I, you can watch your soaps. I'm going to bring your sewing machine in. You can sew. John is a good guy. He's I trying. Like John. I don't love his attitude at some points in the movie, but overall, he's a decent yeah, husband. Over, for a horror movie man, like husband. Right. He's, because usually they don't believe anything the woman says. He does believe her in the end. He's he a does. little dismissive at certain times, but yeah, he does, he for does, the most part, believe yeah. her. Which is surprising. Very right. surprising. So, she's like, um, I'm scared about the baby. But John's like, no, the doctor said it's fine. You'll be fine. I'm like a med student. I know you're going to be fine. <laughs> right. And she says, listen, I want you to, if it comes down to it, like I am dying in labor, I need you to save the baby over me. Pick the baby. I need you to promise that you will always save this baby. And he's like, okay, girl. I mean, why are you being so intense? But right. all right. And I would probably just say I would, but then. No, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> I don't know this baby. <laughs> or she'd be like, no, I'm going to choose my wife. Right. I've known you longer. Right. Like. So that night they are sleeping in the bed and we see in the nursery that the mobile over the crib comes on by itself and starts playing a little tune. And then suddenly that sewing machine just starts going loud. It's going fast again. That sewing machine has one speed. It's hard. Fast as fuck. Hard, hard as fuck. Look, I know how sewing machines work, and that's not how they work, but okay. That's no chill. They wake up, and they're like, what the hell? So John gets up with his little baseball bat. And his little pajamas that are so precious. (laughs) His little top and matching bottoms. So he goes out there, and he sees the sewing machine just a-going, and he's like trying to figure out what's happening, and he unplugs it, and it stops. So Mia's like, everything cool out there? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he heads back to the bedroom, and he looks in the baby room, and he tries to stop the door, but something's blocking the door. What is it? And he looks down, and it's that bitch Annabelle. Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just laying there. Like, she hadn't just jumped off the fucking off shelf, the shelf five feet away. So he picks her up, and he puts her in the rocking chair. Why would he do that? I don't John. know. I don't know. Of all but the places. It starts rocking. You may as well put her on a rocking horse. <laughs> it starts rocking. You know, it's making that creaking noise. And he just closes the door like, 
this is cool. Nothing to see here. This is fine. Nope, nope, nope. The next day, Mia is in the bedroom, but she's, she's sewing. She's on her bed rest. She's sewing. She's getting some sewing done. She's watching, watching some TV. Watching some TV. It gets a little staticky because they got antenna. Yeah. This is the 70s. And so she kind of throws a book at it to try and fix it, which would not work. But okay. And then it just goes out. So she then she hears in the silence that rocking chair creaking noise. Mm. And we see that the door to the nursery is open. That rocking chair with Annabelle in it is kind of looking sinister, I might say. A little bit. So she gets up and she kind of walks in the hallway because the nursery and their bedroom are kind of just across the hallway yeah. from each other. And she walks into the hallway and then the noise stops. And she just kind of closes the nursery door like, no, thank you. Nope. nope. So John comes home. He's got a bunch of weird food from the yeah, store. Yeah, well, he's, he's like, I got all. you pickles. He's got Doritos. I got pickles. old school Doritos. I got mustard. That old school Pop. Doritos bag. Did you see? Yes. That's the first thing I saw is that old school <laughs> Doritos bag. He's got all kinds of stuff. And he's like, let's talk about my residency. Because I guess he's trying to choose where he wants to go or yeah. where he was hoping he'll get into. And he thinks he has a shot in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I also, though, need to go to this meeting because it, it will look good for me if I go. And I'll have to be gone a few days. And she's like, oh, I guess. I guess I'll be okay. Whatever. Maybe. She's like, I'll be fine. And so he says, listen, I also, the detective on the Higgins case wants to go over a few more things with you. She's really not interested in this. Like, she just wants to forget the whole thing happened. But they go back to the bedroom, and we see that that nursery door is open again, and Annabelle is kind of in a different position. She's, like, lying on her side in the chair. Head kind of popped (laughs) in a weird way. Like, this is, she has she does this a lot throughout the movie and I, Annabelle this I'd make the same movement when I'm trying to hear things because I can't hear well where you cock your ear to the side like what <laughs> so Annabelle is just really hard she's of just hearing listening. She's, just, she's just listening she's listening maybe she's old she just can't hear she, bitch looks old as hell she does at this point Mia's like listen that doll is kind of giving me the straight creeps so also maybe that lady Heather touched her can you just yeah just fucking take it out toss it so John dumps it in the trash done, can. Girl, he does. I got he takes you. it, puts her in the trash can. We're like, bye, bitch, Annabelle, ouch. So now it's, I guess it's the next day. Mm-hmm. The detective is at the house and he, you know, he's telling Mia and John about the killers, about Annabelle Higgins and her alleged boyfriend. Right. And Mia wants to know if they were satanic. And he's like, yep. Yeah, absolutely. For sure they were satanic. Did you see the mark on your wall? Did <laughs> you see their clothes? Well. Right. They were in Jesus' robes. Come on. <laughs> Come on. And he's like, I'll look deeper into the cult and I'll let you know. But Mia says, I don't want to know anything else about this Mm-mm. shit. Keep it to yourself. She's like, nah, fuck it. If it don't pertain to me and mine, leave me out I'm of this. Good. And so later that night, John says, hey, I'm going to make you some popcorn. It's very scream reminiscent. Because it it's is. one of those Jiffy, Jiffy Pop, Pop on the stove popcorns. Those scary movies love a Jiffy Pop. Because it makes for great fire setup. Yeah, <laughs> But he go he goes to put it on the stove and he goes back in the bedroom to talk to her, but she already fell asleep. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like story of my life in my notes. Like, <laughs> I go to brush my teeth and I come back. I'm like, hey, babe. Asleep. And she's fast. She's so asleep. sleepy. She's so sleepy. <laughs> she's not even pregnant, though. She needs to see a sleep she doctor because there's something wrong with her. <laughs> I love you, Cass, but there's something wrong. <laughs> I've been trying to get her to see a doctor for a while. So he goes and turns the stove off, but he doesn't take the popcorn off, which really bothers me. <laughs> it's just a setup for later, but it bothers the shit out of me. You know how I feel about I, these I things. I do. 
So the next day he goes to his meeting and Mia is alone in the home. Yes. And she's sewing on that. She's sewing away. That sewing machine. On that fucking coked up sewing machine. (laughs) It is on about seven lines of code. (laughs) I'm I'm talking about, I've never seen this. Y'all, you don't understand. This machine is so fast. It goes so fucking ham all the time. (laughs) I get it. No fucking chill. And it keeps, the the, the um, camera keeps zooming in on her fingers. like, And I'm like, we yeah, all we see know. where this is we, going. We know. I looked away because I just like, let me look at my typing. I don't want to see this happen. <laughs> so she does, she's watching TV. The, then we see the stove turn on by itself. Dun, dun, dun. Where the Jiffy Pop is. Where the Jiffy Pop was, where he left it. Because he left it there. And then she does cut her finger on the needle of the sewing of machine. Of she does, because it's going 65 miles an hour. I didn't see it. Like I said, I couldn't watch it because I don't like that kind of stuff. But how hard did she hit her finger? Did you see it? It wasn't terrible. Did she hit the middle of her nail? Like, where did she hit well, it? Well, I don't know. Because I also wasn't paying that much attention <laughs> to it. Because I, I knew just, it was going to happen. I just, yeah, I didn't want to see it because I, I knew it was know, coming. I noticed that there was a lot of blood in the sink when she was, like, trying to wash her. Because I, I ask because, you know, a sewing machine needle has thread coming through it from the top mm-hmm. and the bottom. That's how sewing machines work. They have the bobbin thread in the bottom and the regular thread in the top. And so that creates the thread, the, like, the thread line on the top and bottom of the seam that you see on your clothes yeah okay so if she hit herself and pierced herself with that needle she would have had thread in her fucking finger <laughs> is the point i'm trying to make here i don't think she did it grosses me out so i don't know but she goes and she cleans her finger up in the bathroom and then she smells some smoke and she's like what's happening what's going on here so she goes into the kitchen and that bitch is on it, fire that, that jiffy pop like fucking explodes like <laughs> and it takes the whole kitchen out with the- it in five fucking seconds. I don't know what kind of material their kitchen was made of. It's clearly like a, got a dry rot problem. It's a full on fucking bag draft in the kitchen. Right. Like it's, it goes up. So she tries to run out of the house, but she backs up and she trips over a chair and kind of falls down a little bit onto her stomach. Yeah, yeah. That and poor baby has been through a lot. Already. That baby has seeped some things. Hadn't even been born yet. <laughs> But she's trying to, like, drag her body out of the fire zone. And then she gets pulled back toward the kitchen by an unseen force. Yes. Which is creepy. It's very creepy. And we kind of hear this growl. And I'm like, ooh, that's girl. a little weird. Girl, get a out of this grass house. house. And then these men break down her front door and just run in and pull her out. Luckily, I guess there were just three dudes hanging out. Yeah, just in front of her home. Waiting for a Jiffy Pop because to explode and take over the whole kitchen. She like falls down. She's like, help me. Very like lightly, but it's enough to bring men in. Probably like, white has- women in distress. I'm right there. I'm here ready. <laughs> she probably had her windows open too, so yeah. they definitely heard that. Door locked, but windows open. So we see John running in the hospital and he finds her and she's in a bed and he's, she's not hurt. No, she's fine. And uh, also, but special delivery. She had a baby. She's very skinny again. That baby bump went deflated immediately because we, you know, I feel like in 2014, they know that doesn't happen. So why are we still having that trope in movies? But cool. And she's like, hey, we had a baby and they decide to name her Leah. It's a little girl. Mm -hmm. So we got Mia the mom and Leah that baby. Mia and Leah. I don't like that. The rhyminess of their names. But he's really happy about it. And she tries to tell him about the fire and what happened. But he's like, nah, girl, it's cool. You're fine. It's fine. We're all fine. This is fine. He's like that meme with the little dog with the fire. I never want to go 
back there though because like that whole fire thing was creepy as fuck like i don't know what happened but i heard something i happened. heard yeah. a growl and i heard a voice say zool <laughs> <laughs> she didn't actually hear that but but so he's like you don't have to girl we'll find a new I got home you because i'm john super john so they move into an apartment not a house this seems like in a way a step down but also a step up because this apartment well, so is so i thought it would be like a step down but this apartment is bomb as fuck it's bomb as fuck like i would it's bigger than their fucking house way bigger and the living room is beautiful it's all and jewel tones and yes. i'm like girl yes thank you with that green couch <laughs> i love it they are doing it up i guess this residency is going well I guess because that hallway is long as hell. That meeting went real well. It's de- it's like a three bedroom apartment. It's so large. Because she has a sewing room. It's just a long. Their hall. bedroom, the baby room, like and it's all there. Concierge downstairs. They're good. They but good. They they doing it now, <laughs> making it. So we get, but we can hear their upstairs upstairs neighbors yes. getting into it and stomping and making a bunch of noise, kind of fighting. And John wants Mia to get out of the house. Apparently, she's been a little housebound since the move. She's got a little PTSD probably. You know, there's a lot going on. They decide they're going to go to church. And they head downstairs. And they pass a lady who we will find out later is Evelyn. Evelyn. And at church, Leah is a little fussy. So Mia gets up and she takes her outside while the priest is chatting. I say chatting. He's giving a sermon. (laughs) While he's just blabbering up there there about fucking Jesus and God. (laughs) So, honestly, though, she gets up to take the baby out. And John gives her a little bit of a judgmental look at this point. And I'm like, sir, you're the one who wanted to come. She told you that baby was not feeling it. Right. She did. She told him before they left that the baby was a little fussy. And he was like, no, just get out. Now he's judging. Men. Men. So after church, Father Perez comes up to Mia because she's holding the baby, waiting for John to get the car. He wants to take a picture of her. She kind of doesn't want it, but she Not lets it all. happen. She gives him kind of the, I feel like you're a pedo yeah, vibe. Like, vibe. Oh, why do I need to be in this? I don't know. I don't like her attitude toward him. He seems like a perfectly decent person. But he tries to talk about the Higgins and how he misses them too. And she's just like, good day. Yeah, I said good day, sir. <laughs> I'm not listening to this. Oh, I see John. John, John, John. John's here. here. Good yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, bye. So at their new apartment, Mia is unpacking all of her unholy dolls. <laughs> and then guess who's in one of the boxes? Oh, oh, oh. A dirty ass Annabelle. She's looking a little rough. <laughs> she's definitely seen some things at this Annabelle's point. Annabelle's looking like she's come off a walk of shame. She, yep. Like she from like, a, not even like a normal walk of shame, but no. like a bourbon she street was walk at, of shame. Or a hardcore like fraternity party yeah. where she did something she shouldn't have. Yeah, and you're just walking home and like, she's You know, she's like, look, my makeup is smeared, but my I'm just... My thin-ass eyebrows are fucking not I'm done. I'm still in my, my dress from last <laughs> night, but I'm just going to make it work. I'm going to get home. I'm going to take a shower. And everything's going to be okay. Clean up. I'm just going to forget about We've it. We've all been there, Annabelle. <laughs> of course. John sees the doll and he's kind of like... I swear to God, I threw that doll in trash. <laughs> I thought I threw this bitch out. And he's like, just give it to me. I'll throw her away. And she's like, no, no. And she just puts it up there on the shelf. Why? Like, if she's all like, this doll has to go. But now she's like, you no. know what? And she's like, she fits perfectly on this shelf. Does this bitch up and try again. Just put it right back. Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> Set it right back up there. So I don't know if this is like another day or a few days a later. weeks. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. It's definitely time been, has lapsed. It's been several months at least because this baby can sit up. Yeah, and newborn babies obviously cannot. No, they sit can't up. hold their head. She got to be like six months six looking. Months? I think. Look at us, no baby ages. Okay. okay. 
We doing it now. Yeah, we're maternal. <laughs> We've seen enough children in horror right. movies now that we, we can know. guess we those know. ages. So they're kind of both asleep in the living room, and then the TV just shuts off by itself. And now, at the time, that would definitely be weird and creepy. My TV shuts off by itself all the time because the cable box is like, oh. girl, I'm going to sleep, mm-hmm. and it will just shut off bye. if I don't tell it, no, thank you, I'm still here. Bye-bye. We kind of also then see a woman in that white Jesus robe, so we know who it is. It's Annabelle yes, Higgins. it's Annabelle Higgins. And she's in the baby room. And then suddenly she's in the living room real quick. Real fucking quick. Like coming from a different direction too. So Leah makes a noise and it wakes Mia up. And then Mia is going down the stairs with Leah. They're going to go for a little walk and browse. And she sees two little children on the steps. They're coloring. Yeah. And the little girl tries to talk to her, but the boy is like, um. Nope. <laughs> we don't speak to strangers. And this bitch is definitely a stranger. A stranger. But Mia ignores him and she tries to introduce herself. Right, like, bitch, like, he just said. He just said he won't talk to you. Right. But Respect them. She's like, I'm Mia and this is Leah and maybe we can be friends. And the little girl again tries to speak to her and the brother is like, bitch, I said. <laughs> I said we don't talk to strangers. No. So Mia just walks off and she's got Leah in a little stroller. It's a real old school, like... It reminds me of Ghostbusters 2 and that stroller that she has. I love how you always manage to make a fucking Ghostbusters reference. Listen, I love Ghostbusters. (laughs) I have done now two references to it. It reminds me of Ghostbusters when uh... (laughs) I didn't realize that I use Ghostbusters so often, but. You do. Look, I love it. I can't help it. I can't be stopped. She's like a pram. It's It's a pram for sure. It's a pram. So she and goes. Apparently it's like the first time she's seen daylight in a long time too, because she walks outside and she's like, oh, "The sun." She like looks disoriented as fuck. She's been housebound. She has. She's been. been to church, but she felt uncomfortable there. Yep. And we don't know how long it's been since then. But she does some little window shopping. She's looking in the window of a bookstore and she sees this book called The Devil's Welcome. And I'm intrigued, but obviously she feels uncomfortable. You can tell. And then a lady comes out of the bookshop, and it's Evelyn, and she talks to Mia, and she tells her her name, and she gives Mia a book for the baby, and she's like, come by any time, let's hang out. Like, she's real friendly, real she sweet is. lady. And then Mia just seems to go right back home. Yeah. She, it's too much. She's had Liter- enough. Like, literally, this bookstore is very much <laughs> next door to their apartment complex. Literally two steps away, and she's yes. like, ooh, that was a she's big like, day. Uh, I've done enough. Gotta go back. Let's go back inside. And so she goes back in and she sees the pictures that the kids are drawing, but no kids. Yeah. So she picks it up and it's, she, there's several like up the stairs to her, going toward yeah, her apartment. Yeah, it's all like continuous pictures from like. Kind of like a comic which, strip, yeah. but they're all separate right. photos or pictures. They're really crude drawings, honestly. <laughs> they're not great. They're kid drawings. But what they depict is Mia pushing Leah in her little pram and then suddenly it goes in the path of a truck, it gets hit, and the baby dies. Mm. And Mia is like, this is crazy. She is horrified. And she shows it to John, and he's like, I mean, should we talk to their parents? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I definitely think. He goes, I mean, but the pictures aren't even good. Yeah, like, <laughs> these aren't great. 
He's trying, trying to make, make a big deal of it. He's trying to make a joke out of it and make it light. She's not in the mood no. for it. No, he's like, it's, you know, it's one kid with an overactive imagination. It's fine. But he's like, look, if, if it means I must, you will go talk to them. In the nursery, <laughs> while this is happening. Fucking Annabelle. That bitch Annabelle is in that rocking chair and she's got that head cocked. She's listening to them, like you can tell. Mm-hmm. Like, I told you, that's that. Yeah, that's I, the same oh, listening sorry. face I make. I thought a bitch said something about me. <laughs> you say my name? No, you didn't? Okay. <laughs> But I'm listening. <laughs> Thought somebody said Annabelle. <laughs> but John tells me, he's like, hey, look, tomorrow night I don't have to work late. So let's have a nice, like, dinner date night. Just the two of us. Some wine. Some, you know. Exactly. And she's like, okay, that sounds nice. Sounds then, great. Y'all, this is where John fucked up. Yeah. Because it's the next night. And poor little Mia eating that dinner by herself. His plate is there, but he is not. She's got it all. Like she's got the fine china out. She she's has got candles wine, lit. She's that light wine. is dim. I would be pissed. She is pissed. You can tell. Yeah, because she's feel. like passively aggressively cleaning the dishes after like this. She just eats off his plate. She's like, he ain't gonna eat this. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> they kind of show you. Okay, they show you that she has a record playing right while she's eating dinner mm-hmm. and they show you that outside like the front door of their apartment that you can hear the record playing and i'm like mm-hmm. if i live next to her this bitch and she had music on that loud i would be very be upset. upset i don't like that kind of action but she goes and turns off the record and yeah this is when she's like scrubbing the shit out of those dishes Fuck this motherfucker and she the record player just turns back on by itself so she goes out there. That and was she... a little bit of a jump scare for me when it <laughs> turned out. It was it? like when it turned out, I was like, oh, "God damn it!" So she goes back out there and she turns it back off, and then she hears some. You can never understand what they're saying. Mm-mm. It's just like just ghost whisper, indistinct whispering. It's near the window, and she goes to check it out, which I wouldn't do if I absolutely heard not somebody whispering next to my window. I would immediately walk away from that and be like, "No, thank you. I don't." I don't need to know what you're saying. Not doing this. But she goes to check it out. And then a big gust of wind. <laughs> a huge gust. I'm talking about hurricane level yeah, gusts. Gale force winds. Of wind blows the curtains and pushes that bitch over. It's another jump scare. And it got me. It got me. That one got me too. It got me. I hate when I get got too. It makes me so mad. But she then also sees this little girl also in the Jesus robe yeah. run past her. And she's like, hee 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 hee. I hate children giggles in movies. Children's laughter in general makes me angry, but like when it's in. (laughs) It only bothers me in horror movies, but they always make it extra creepy in a horror movie. Like the scariest children's laughter you can think of is what it always is. Yeah. That, (laughs) I hate it. When there are no children that are supposed to be around. (laughs) And it's like, she's like three. It's a little kid, like a little girl. And she runs past her and Mia gets up and she goes into the sewing room because the sewing machine has started up again. It's going fucking ham. It's again. 60 miles an hour sewing. <laughs> and she turns that off. And behind Mia, we see that little girl in yes. the nursery. And then the door to the sewing room starts to close very slowly. We see, because I guess the nursery is across the hallway yeah. from the sewing room. Yeah. We see the little girl start. She just takes off running toward that closing door. Like, like, she's Jesse Owens sprinting for the Olympic gold. <laughs> like, this bitch is going, okay? It's real fast. Why is my go-to Jesse uh, Owens, Jesse who Owens? was, like, 1908 Olympics? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what year he was. It was very early. <laughs> we old. <laughs> However, that little bitch turns into a big bitch. Suddenly, she full-grown Annabelle Higgins. <laughs> 
And she busts through that door and she Mia falls over again. Pause. Because at this point, I'm watching it and taking notes. And I'm like, huh? And then Cass comes in to tell me that like the election was announced. And I was like, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> there was so much. Oh, so Mia is scared, right? She's freaked out. Because she shook. Annabelle Higgins disappears. But like, she doesn't really. perfect makeup on. That girl's makeup is perfect the whole Flawless, movie. Flawless the whole movie. She goes to sleep. Whether she's she wakes sleeping, up. Perfect she's awake. Makeup. She's scared. I'm like, must be nice to look and this labor. beautiful all the time. Right. So John comes home at that exact moment. <laughs> and he's, he comes in there and he's like, nobody's here. You're cool. It's cool. I feel like he doesn't believe her. No, for he's sure. like, it's your anxiety. He kind of tries to gaslight her a tiny bit. And he's like, girl, it's just postpartum. I mean, I am in med school, so I, I definitely know. And he wants her to go talk to somebody. And Mia's like, bitch, I'm not crazy. I'm not. Literally in my notes, bitch, I'm not yeah, crazy. Mine too. They say, <laughs> Mia is like, bitch, I'm not crazy. I read word for word. <laughs> word for word. Mine too. In caps. <laughs> so they decide instead of a shrink, they're going to go see Father Perez. Of course. And they go talk to him. And he's, his, his basic thesis is, be strong. <laughs> Thanks, Father Perez. <laughs> Nice little pep talk. Come yeah. out stronger. You'll cool. be fine. Cool. Good luck to you. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks. So they're FP. they're leaving the apartment building another day, and they run into Evelyn again. And she, this time she's like, "Hey, I'd love to give you a tour of the neighborhood." Like Evelyn needs a friend. Clearly, <laughs> Evelyn is like ma as fuck. Right? I'm like Evelyn, you're coming on a little too strong, girl. Right. Back it up. And then they leave. They they're like, maybe one day, Evelyn. We'll see. <laughs> We're going through a lot, Evelyn, right Have now. A little, maybe a bit of an issue. But Mia is back at home. I, I think she's alone again. And she's sewing because she's always sewing. She, I think she makes her own clothes. She definitely looks like they, she does. Apparently. And she hears the front door open. Mm-hmm. So she goes to look. She doesn't see anything. And she's like, mm, this is weird. So she puts Leah in her crib. And we see Annabelle's ass just chilling <laughs> on that shelf. She's looking rougher and yeah. rougher. This Rougher and rougher. She starts the movie when she's new, like white. By the time the movie ends, she is a weird gray purple yeah, color. She's getting dingy and I don't know where she's been, but she's seen like I said, she's seen some things. She's seen and about seen some things. Some things. Seen some things. So Mia leaves the room and we see that the nursery door slowly closes behind her and shuts. And that night it's storming and poor Mia is all alone and she's Decides she's going to go take some of their empty boxes up to their little storage thing up on another floor. There's these weird, like, gated storage units kind of open. What am I trying to say here? (laughs) They're like, um... How can I compare this to Ghostbusters? It's like... (laughs) We don't have anything. (laughs) How can I make a Ghostbusters reference? (laughs) But she goes up there. She takes the elevator, too. We haven't seen this bitch take the elevator yet. This elevator is so, like, luxe. It's really nice. She uh-huh. decides she's going to take the elevator. I swear she only goes up one floor, so why she couldn't walk up them stairs? Not real sure. I don't know, girl. And she gets up there. She puts her boxes. So she's kind of digging around in her little unit, storage yeah. unit. And she hears a baby cry. Mm. Like a little baby. Yeah, a little baby. And I would have immediately just left. I would have left. There's no babies up there. No. That's a baby-free zone. That's a- <laughs> If you have a baby, that's Mm-mm. a devil. That's, that's a devil. It's for sure it's a devil. fucking... But she's, she's just like, maybe I'm hearing things. So she turns around, keeps digging around in her thing. And suddenly we see, we hear a little squeaky squeak wheel. Mm-mm. And we see that baby carriage, that her her baby carriage. Her pram. It comes wheeling itself out from behind this like sheet. And it's just there. Nope. And now that baby crying is just. 
screaming. This is 100% the thing I hate most about babies. The screaming? This, this, this level of scream. Yeah. I where they're can't. just like, ah! like, can't do it. I can't. It sets my teeth on edge. So me inside, she's going to walk over. She sees the carriage. She's like, is there a baby in there? <laughs> Somebody leave a baby up here? Let's go. That's your carriage. You know there's not a baby in there. Right. Just, just go. Like, even if there is a baby in there, it's not yours. Get out. So just it's go. clearly an evil child. That's <laughs> right. a devil baby. But she walks slowly over it because people in horror movies love they to love walk to. slow. And there's kind of like, it looks like a bloody rag, like a painter's rag, like a drop cloth kind of a thing in the carriage. So she reaches to pull it off and the crying stops and she removes it, but there's no baby there. Nope, nope. But then, nope. uh oh, this one got me too. Did it? I tell you, every single jump scare until you got me, <laughs> and usually they don't. But it got me. This like I'm talking. Black hand grabs her. Mitch McConnell's hand. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that hand looks burnt to a crisp. It's definitely a demon hand. Yes. It grabs her arm. She wrenches her arm away and she starts running off. So she runs and she makes it to the elevator. And she's like, closed door, closed door, closed door. <laughs> and the doors close. The lights start flashing in the elevator. And they go out. Yeah. And then the elevator doors open. And you know what, girl? She's still she's on that storage stuck. room floor. And then what do we see in the distance? We see what looks like a demon. He's, it's not it's looks like, like a, it's for the, sure a demon. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> what it looks like. But this is a whole ass He's a straight up demon. Like he got horns. Yeah, this is a demon demon. It's a demon. Yeah. And she looks down at her arm and she notices she's that she's, her arm is cut, but it's cut just like that symbol from when Annabelle Higgins killed herself in her baby mm-hmm. room. At this point, Mia is like freaking she's out. She's panicked. Yes. She, a the bit. doors close again, but they just keep opening back up. She's not going anywhere. And then finally, she does have a flashlight. So finally, she's like, I'm going to make a run for it because I see the exit sign for the stairs. So she makes a run for it. And goes down the stairs, but this demon is coming after her, y'all. She's running up, I guess, up the stairs. Upstairs. I, I guess this was the basement. I thought she was upstairs, but I think she might actually be in the basement. It doesn't matter. But she is running, running up the stairs. She's running. And she turns, and we see, like, she looks over the railing, and we see that that demon hand is on the rail. Mm. It's got real long nails, and I'm like, yes, girl. You love, you I love, love some it. long nails. I was like, yes, you saw somebody yes. about them nails. They look good. <laughs> And she keeps running, and then she turns, and we see the demon is like crouched on the stairs below her. It's getting closer, close. And then he pops up, and he's like right there in her face. But she makes it to her house. By the way, that was another jump scare, and it got me. Did it get? Wow! I told you every time. Why am I so country you today? Got too every time. <laughs> every time. Every time. But she makes it back to her apartment, and she is scared to death. But that's the end of that. Yeah, that's. The demon was like, yes, I can't come in. <laughs> and I'm done. Demon got tired. You know, he can control the elevator doors, but he can't open her, he can't her walk front up door. He can't open her bed. Or Maybe he's her like a vampire. Door. He has to be invited, invited in. in. Although you would think Annabelle would be like, girl, come on in. You know what vampire I would invite in? Mm. Eric Northman. Eric Northman. <laughs> yes, me too. Hotness. In a fucking heartbeat. And what's the little mm. redhead? Bill what Hopkins' daughter, yeah. but she got hotter and older. Cause I'm it was like, Jessica? Jessica. Jessica. I think. That's been a long time since I've seen True Blood. I kind of want to watch it again. Me too. I mean, we both have HBO. We could we do it. We could do it. Anyway, we get sidetracked here. So the next day, Mia is in the nursery, and she 
she has a big old bandage over the cut on her arm and she pulls it off and y'all it's not there anymore nope so was she seeing things like what's happening we don't know there's no markings at this point she decides she's going to contact the detective from the higgins case yeah, she wants some closure she, yeah, she's like you know what i i said i didn't want to know anything but i actually do but jk changed her mind and he's like let me bring all these receipts <laughs> he does <laughs> he brings it all. so he shows up with like a whole file he's got <laughs> photos and shit and he's like, here's the murders, here's the dead bodies. Here are the pictures. Here's the photos of everybody dead. Why a detective would show anybody that? No, I'm not sure they would show. Apparently in the 70s, you just anybody could look at time. that. It was a wild time, as we know. So he does tell Mia that Annabelle was in a cult. And then he shows her a picture of little Annabelle before the cult. And it's the little girl that we saw in the mm-hmm. Jesus robe earlier. And then he does tell us a little bit about the the cult. So we learned that it's called the Disciples of the Ram. Yes. And that their whole objective here is to summon a demon. Summon a demon. But they got to claim a soul. They got to have that soul. And we see the picture of Annabelle Higgins dead in the nursery. And Mia asks him about the symbol. And he's like, it's just a symbol. It's nothing. Because he's not interested. He's skeptical. And she... It's like, fine, I will figure it out myself. She keeps that photo, too. Mm. Why, yeah. he Why let would they keep... let her keep it? Wild time. He's like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, keep that photo. We don't need it for an investigation that's ongoing. But clo- fine. They've closed the investigation. <laughs> so then Mia decides she's going to befriend Evelyn because Evelyn owns a bookstore and she needs some um, encyclopedia references now. Right. So she heads to that bookstore and Evelyn, she's looking for books and Evelyn comes up. She's like, girl, what's wrong? You look a little uh, away. Yeah. And she, Mia tells her that she thinks she's being haunted. And Evelyn's like, I got just the I book got for you. you. Yeah. Girl. It's called oh, The Devil's haunted, Welcome. Girl, follow me. I Devil's got Welcome. Here we go. So they go and sit at the little table. And Evelyn says, I don't think that you're being haunted by a ghost. I'm pretty sure it's a demon. Yeah. Why she thinks this? I don't, she's immediately, she has, matter of fact, like, I don't think it's a ghost. I, I think it's a demon and they want a soul. So She I'm, definitely <laughs> has no information that would give her that, that like knowledge. It's but just, it does push the, the the story along, right? Which is all she's there quick. for. Like, oh no no no, you're wasting your time here. Do not give us a montage <laughs> of you fucking reading through microfiles. Just we don't need to tell you. It's definitely a demon. And then your soul. And then we see that Evelyn has a vertical scar on her wrist, like she tried to slit her wrist. And Mia sees it, and then instead of being tactful, she's like, "What happened there?" <laughs> I'm like, obviously, Mia. I think we know what I happened mean, there. Yeah. But yeah. Evelyn says, "My daughter." Ruby, she passed away when she was about your age. I'm sorry. Without her, I felt like I had nothing else to live for, so. But as I lay there waiting for it all to end, I heard her voice. She told me that it wasn't my time. That God had another purpose for me. Um, yeah, so my daughter died, and I definitely tried to kill myself after that happened because it was very upsetting. She was a, an adult, too, not like a little girl. Yeah, she was an adult woman. And Evelyn's like, I felt like I had nothing to live for, and I tried to kill myself, but then I heard my daughter's voice be like, Mom, it's not that time. I need you to pump the brakes on that. Pull it all back. Maybe stay alive for a little while. And she tells Mia that Mia should do whatever she can to protect, to protect her, her family. family. So Mia goes home, and she has the stroller. Uh, right before they touch hands, 
and I, because I always want everyone to be in like a homosexual relationship, mm-hmm. and they touch hands. I'm like, are they gonna fuck? You do love a homosexual <laughs> relationship. Like, I was like, oh, what, they're what's just going being on here? friendly. Oh. Also, Alfre Weathered is a good forty years older than our. It doesn't matter. Look that's at true. like Sarah Paulson. That's and... true. And what's her name? Yeah. What, what is, is her name? name? It's on the tip of my tongue. And she was in Arrested Development. She has an interesting name too. Yeah, like, hold on. Holland Taylor. Yes. <laughs> Holland Taylor. I'm like, it starts with an H and I can't think what, of it. What, what, what? I like Holland Taylor. She seems cool. Me too. I wouldn't want to marry Holland. Well, maybe I would. I mean, I know. She might be great at what she does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Mia leaves. She's got that stroller and she drops her keys on the ground and she turns to pick them up and then she hears somebody whisper her name. So she turns to look in like the, the glass of the apartment building because she's right there at the apartment. And she sees Annabelle Higgins holding Annabelle the doll. Yes. And kind of rocking. Like it's a, her own baby. Mm-hmm. Baby. And then the stroller just rolls off behind her into the street and gets immediately hit by a garbage truck. Boom. Like waste management was like, not today, bitch. <laughs> nope. And it took no it time. out. But luckily, it just had books in it. You know, like in Speed, when <laughs> um, that woman had that baby carriage and it got hit by the bus, it was just cans. Oh my God. You know, I love a speed reference. Yay! But also, like, in Ghostbusters. like, 90 minutes of Sarah, uh, (laughs) or what's her name? Sandra Bullock just being like, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, ah, sorry. (laughs) I love that movie. Me too. I fucking fucking But yeah, luckily it just had books in it, and Mia had Leah on her, strapped to her chest, and a little baby Bjorn. Yes. Like an old school baby Bjorn. So she goes back upstairs, and she's got, she has her books back. She must have collected them. From the street, like she's, she's like, excuse me, I need these though. <clears throat> Not gonna get these today, waste management. And she she looks in that uh, welcome to the devil or whatever it was called, and welcome to the devil. <laughs> she sees that symbol, and then they have a whole thing about the disciples of the ram. So it must be pretty popular. Yeah, it's it's in a pretty book well called known. Welcome to the right. Devil, <laughs> like Devil One Hundred One. She didn't even have to like fucking dig for this. No, she's like page three. Welcome to the devil. Oh, this is it. All Disciples right. of the wow. ramp. Here we go. And here we go. <laughs> we hear that rocking chair start up again, and Mia goes to check in, out in the nursery, and that mobile is going. It's playing some music, but she doesn't see anything. <laughs> and she hears some thumping above her, and then the closet door and the bedroom door they both slam right? slam yeah. shut. And the door, I guess it's locked. She can't but now get she's out. separated from Leah. Leah is. In the living Little room. Baby Leah. She's laying on like a carpet or like a rug or some a blanket. That's the word I'm trying to say. <laughs> she's laying on a blanket out in the living room. She's sitting up there. Mia can't get out and she's screaming, Leah. She's freaked out. Leah, Leah like Leah, Leah's six Leah, months Leah, away. Leah. What's she gonna do? Right. Like Leah's not gonna get up and like fucking put crawl some over there pop and, and unlock like, the door yeah, for right. you. Leah, like, she's gonna be okay. She's just gonna be sitting there. Yes. When you get out of this room. Or crying or shitting. Like <laughs> they don't do anything. She's fine. But we do start to see books on the bookshelf above Leah falling down around her. Like, <laughs> we're like, Leah's going to be fine. Except <laughs> she's about to get killed by these had books. a demon that was in your house. So Mia kind of lays down on the ground. She's looking under the door. She's calling Leah's name. And she can see the books falling. I don't know how because that's not the way this hallway's set up. Nope. But for the story, she can see the books falling. And then suddenly. Ah, that that bitch Annabelle. She just pops up. Ooh. She's like, hey, girl. Hey. Hey. I'm going to look at you with my glass eyeballs. <laughs> and Mia is like, 
no thank you and she kind of runs off but then she picks up that rocking chair she breaks down the door yes, she does and she grabs leah and she's comforting leah because i guess leah's crying and we can see that annabelle is in the living room now and she's kind of sitting there slumped over behind mia and then y'all then she starts to do she starts to stand up yeah she gets the whole like marionette i honestly thought we'd never see her move i thought we would just see creepy things happen so i was like "Ooh, this bitch moving moving." and then she stands and then she does like dramatic music to you that was going mia turns around she sees that bitch annabelle standing there and she's like "Uh, what (laughs) and then annabelle starts to levitate like she has got david blaine's power right 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 and but then john no we see old demon friend he's actually back there holding her like haha i'm the puppet master but then yes mia starts screaming and then john he does bust up he comes up in there and he's like i'm sorry what the hell happened here because the furniture is thrown everywhere this looks a mess like a small hurricane came through there like i lit just went for a conference (laughs) (laughs) i can't leave you at home for a minute You'd just be messing, you'd be burning shit down, you'd be throwing furniture but, around. Right, like the last what time I left, deal? the fucking kitchen turned into backdrop, like this time. I... <laughs> but she tells him what happened. He believes her. He does. So they contact Father Perez, and he comes to their house, and he's like, I would like to see this doll. So Mia goes into the nursery, Annabelle's ass is back on the shelf. Why she's still in Why the house? she's, yeah, not real beyond sure. me. And she, Mia is a little hesitant, but she goes and picks her up, and she brings her in there. And she's looking... Rougher and she's rougher. At, she's gray now. She's, she's just full on gray. Completely gray. Those eyeballs are like they got a they're they're bloodshot. bloodshot. Yeah. <laughs> Leah has had a binge. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Or I'm sorry, Annabelle has Annabelle. had a binge. No. Yeah. Maybe Leah has to. Maybe. But we Annabelle. don't even know what's happening. John, <laughs> bless his little heart, he doesn't really understand what's going on, but he's trying to be, you know, on her side. And John goes, look, I'm definitely positive I threw that doll out, but then it showed back up. And then Mia tells me all this crazy shit, so I'm not sure what's happening. I mm-hmm. don't really get it. And Father Perez says, look, demons can use objects as conduits to achieve their goal, which is our souls. Right. And Mia immediately is like, well, it wants Leah's soul. <laughs> Why don't you think it wants you or John? Well, but... you and John. Yeah. And Father Perez is like, look, they can't just take a soul. You have to be like, hey, girl, here's my soul. And Mia wants to know how to get rid of this demon. I feel like the demon needs a name. We're going to call him Thomas. Okay. And I, can, I can get on board with Thomas. Thomas, you know, he can't just take that soul. And Father Perez is like, I'm going to look into this. But in the meanwhile, I will also take, take that doll. And he does say, if I can't figure it out, I do know of a couple back east who is the Warrens. Who do we think that is? The Warrens, who might be able to help us. And he takes little Annabelle, and this is, she looking full on demonic here. (laughs) And he puts her ass in the, he puts her in the front seat at first, and he's like. then then he puts her in the back, and I'm like, no, I want this bitch in the front seat. I can see her. I don't want her creeping up. Hmm, She's going to come behind me and strangle me while I'm trying to drive. I want this bitch in my lap, as a matter of fact. He drives off. He's going to the church. And John tells Mia, you know, why don't you just get some sleep? And she doesn't want to, but he's like, I will watch our daughter. You need to sleep because you haven't slept in five days. <laughs> and you a bit cray right now. It's like she's been watching CNN for election coverage. <laughs> right? It's like it's Sunday. day five of the yeah. election. And Mia is actually, you know, she's like, thank you very much for believing me because I honestly thought you wouldn't. But you do. And I appreciate that. And I'm like saying, Mia, I definitely didn't think he would believe you. I didn't think he was either. We're back with Father Perez. He's driving his car, and Annabelle's bitch ass is in the back seat. <laughs> and he's he's listening to the radio, and then it statics out. Yep. 
It's all going all haywire. The stations are turning. He's driving on the bridge, and I'm like, he about to wreck. Right. It's dark. It's foggy. It's like... But, like, Annabelle's whole, like, face has changed in the backseat. Like, she looks smug in the backseat. She's smug as fuck. She's like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) She's like a city girl back there. (laughs) So, he messes with the the radio. He's kind of dial. He's messing with it. And it says something about you. It's like a church sermon. Like, you need to save your soul or something. And then he just, he's like, no, thank you. He just turns it off. He gets to the church. And he grabs Annabelle out the back. And he's walking to the door. And we can see the ghost of Annabelle Higgins in his car. Yes. In the back seat of his mm-hmm. car. And he hears the whispering and he kind of turns around and he sees Annabelle Higgins and she's standing like 10 feet away from him. She's very social distance, yes. which is good. Which is good. No mask, but that's fine. But she's, you're far enough away. Fr- so Further than six feet. So exactly. And he's like, ooh. Ah, no thanks. Oh, nope. I know you got a Jesus robe on, but you don't look very holy. No. So I'm going to head in. But. See you later. And he heads to the church door, but then <laughs> he gets blown back and he gets Ooh, hurt bad. Real bad. I didn't even think it was that serious. It didn't look that serious. And he definitely he gets like a lot of blood out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Annabelle Higgins snatches that doll because she's like, yeah. this is my doll. This is mine. Thank and you very much. Now we're at the hospital and Father Perez is there and John is treating him. And Mia decides she's going to meet with Evelyn in her apartment. Evelyn has brought some clothes for Leah. You know, she's a real sweet lady. She is. She just wants a friend. She just really needs a friend. And Mia asks Evelyn how her daughter Ruby died. And Evelyn tells her, okay, well, it was a car accident. Actually, it was definitely my fault because I fell asleep (laughs) at the wheel. I fell asleep. So that's definitely why I tried to kill myself because I felt real bad about it, which I don't blame her. No, I would feel really bad about it. So back at the hospital, Father Perez is awake now. And he warned John that for sure that Annabelle doll is haunted. It's definitely got the spirit of Annabelle Higgins in it. He's like, look, she fucked me up. Right, look at my face, girl. Look at this. I'm fucked. And she's definitely going to take a soul. Probably tonight. Good luck to you. (laughs) And John's like, but you can't just... But can I get another applesauce? (laughs) I'll have the pudding. Yeah. And the chicken. And good luck. And John's like, but you said it can't just take a soul. And he's like, yeah, I did in fact say that. But... A baby can't offer its soul, but you know who can. Your wife. Mia. So guess what that means. So John takes off. He tries to call Mia. She does pick up, but... Yeah, static. Annabelle's like, not today, bitch. Static on the line. New Fohudis. <laughs> so we hear her banging at the front door. And Mia goes to answer it. And she looks to the people, because she's smart. Yes. And she sees, she thinks it's Father Perez's Father back. Perez. Now, she's not aware that he was injured, I believe. She's not. However, he is still, like, with his back turned. Mm-hmm. Like, I would I would just be skeptical. Right. I'd be like, Father Perez, is that, that you? Can you turn around, right? <laughs> Why are you standing with your back to the door? So, but we hear the whispering, too. Okay. She opens the door, and he just stands there. He doesn't turn around. He doesn't nope. say anything. Nope, so she gives him a little tap tap on his shoulder, and then he yells. MAY GOD HAVE MERCY ON YOUR SOUL! <laughs> and his eyes are all like bloodshot and blue like the Annabelle doll. And honestly, I laughed out loud at this part. Because I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, cool, 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 Father cool. Perez. It's a lot of acting, is all I'll say. And the door shuts. I guess he comes in the apartment the door shuts. All hell breaks loose yeah, at this point. Yeah, it is a lot of pandemonium. It's like, it's pure just... pandemonium. 
the record player comes on. Yeah, that record player is going on. Because Annabelle I'm loves it too. I'm not surprised that the sewing machine's going on and somewhere. You know this. You know, <laughs> as I said, the devil loves a coral number. So you know that record player is yes. going. The sewing machine is 60 miles an hour. Yes, the rocking chair is probably it's going. The mobile is like there's a horse somewhere and that's rocking. That mobile, you know, that one's fucking going. There's banging. Evelyn comes out and she's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yep. And Mia goes to try and get Leah, but she's not in the nursery. And she sees that all of her little dollies have been destroyed. They got mm. like blood, like paint Bloody, on their face. And there's like shit on the out. ceiling. And Evelyn says, hey, the phone's dead. Because I guess she tried to call 911 against, I don't know what you're going to tell 911. There's right. a devil in my there's home. There's a devil here. And like the sewing machine's going really fast. <laughs> so can you just get over here ASAP? But she opens the front door and she's like, Mia, look, we got to leave. I don't care about your child. I'm sorry. We got to get the fuck out of here. But they hear a lot of thumping and yelling. And then that demon is on the ceiling. He's full on Spider-Man up on that Evelyn ceiling. Evelyn should have just fucking cut her losses. I would have left. The sure. minute that like, the, the thumping started, I'm like, oh, girl, I, I hate if it If you're not you. coming with me, I'm, I'm sorry. If you're not with me, you're against me. I don't know. <laughs> Peace. But it pushes Evelyn out the apartment and slams the door in her face. And Mia is just, she's running around the apartment looking for Leah, screaming Leah's name. We do hear a baby crying. Yes. She goes into the baby room and she sees the Annabelle doll sitting in a chair. And she picks up and she's like, what do you want? What do you want from me? She's resorted to screaming at the doll. She starts to fuck her up. So we see a red crown roll out into the hallway, Mm -hmm. right? And she goes into the nursery. I guess, I'm sorry, she was in the living room originally when she was yelling at Annabelle. So we see the red crown comes out of the nursery. She goes in the nursery, and all over the ceiling is written her soul in that red crown and that symbol. That's what she wants. So that's what Annabelle wants. So now Annabelle is suddenly in the crib. I, don't, she, I guess she left her ass in the living room, went to check it out. Now she's in the crib. She gets quickly to, from place to place. So Mia, at this point, is like, I am done with this. She picks up Annabelle. She starts beating oh, is this when she starts the shit out. The yeah. She, like, beats her up against the crib. She's banging her all over the place. She's bashing her on the floor. No, give you bugs, boy. <laughs> like, that's what I hear, like, my head. Fuck she, you, Annabelle. She throws her across the room. And then, at doll, it's suddenly it's Leah. Mm. And she sees that she's all bloody. Leah looks dead as fuck. Yeah. Ooh. She's seen better days. Yeah. And Mia's like, my baby. <laughs> She thinks she's killed her baby. Please she's God, no. Very upset. And then it turns into one of Mia's other dolls, one of the giggly ones. It's giggling. At, oh. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and she screams, and she's asked the demon what it wants. And then we see the window open. There's a lot of windows in this apartment yep. I would like to point out, which Tons. is very nice. We get a lot of natural light in there, which is good. And the window opens, and we hear that whispering, and then we see your soul, your soul written on the window. The lights are flashy, flashy, flash, then they go out, and we hear baby Leah crying. Suddenly, John's home. He always just seems to show up. He comes this motherfucker misses timing. all the action. No, but you know what? His timing is always perfect, okay? It's impeccable. It comes at the right but time. But I want to be John. Like, I don't want to deal with all no, this I just shit. Come in like, I just want to come and save the day and, like... Come in the end and be like, this looks weird. <laughs> what happened here? Oh, how can I help? So he comes, he's, he's, you know, of course he thinks something's happening. So he runs to the house. He sees Evelyn trying to get in the front door. And they both break it open. And they find, they run in, they find Mia in the nursery. And she's standing in the window. These are tall windows. Yeah, she's they are. fully standing in it. She's ready to jump. She's holding the Annabelle doll. And John and Evelyn are like, oh, 
please don't jump. Please, and John's no, no, begging no, no, no. her. Don't do it. And then Girl, don't do it. She's like, I hate it, but I gotta do it. And she turns around to jump, but he grabs her and pulls her back in. And she's kind of pissed at him, honestly. <laughs> like, how dare you? They kind of have a fight about it. But then Evelyn grabs Annabelle, and she decides, you know what? I'm going to do, do it. I'm going to do it. Because there's always a black woman that has to save the day. Exactly. She's Stacey Abrams. <laughs> and she <laughs> is saving the day here, okay? And she jumps. She saves America. She jumps out the window <laughs> with Annabelle and hits the pavement. And then we see that Leah is back safe and sound in her little crib. She's just a cooing, like She's nothing. That's like, hey, so cute. Just a little fat Fuck face. You, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> so John and Mir, you know, they're sad about Evelyn, but honestly, they didn't know her well, so no. they're happy their daughter's alive. They're good. So we find out it's six months later. We get that on-screen text, mm-hmm. and John and Mia—they've kind of, you know, they're doing better. They're at church and they're talking to Father Perez, and they tell him that they haven't seen Annabelle since she disappeared. Nope. They haven't and seen them at all. Figure the police took her, and they're like, they learned that no, in fact, the police did not take mm-hmm. her. But they don't know where she is. No, but, the, but also the priest is like, ah, I hope whoever gets her next, like, I hope they get the help they need. I hope they can deal with it. Pretty much this ain't our problem anymore. Right, we're done. We're, we're done, done here. And then elsewhere, we see an older lady walk into a thrift store. And she, the lady, the shop owner is like, you know, can I help you? And she's like, I'm looking for a present for my daughter. She's a nurse. Mm. And then she spots Annabelle. And she's like, oh, my God, I've been looking for her everywhere. <laughs> Why are all these women looking for Annabelle? First of all, Annabelle is straight up still looking creepy. She, yes. Okay? She does not. She has not recovered from what she's seen. <laughs> okay? She has not recovered from Bourbon Street. Mm-mm. She still looks bad. Those eyes are bloodshot as hell. They're bloodshot. One the eyebrows got, are thin. One the has got a crack. are wonky. I don't know. But she... I don't she's, know why anyone would go into a thrift shop and be like, you know what, Th- this is the fucking doll that I'm going to give my daughter. You know what? And the woman, and the shop owner is like, you want me to wrap this doll up for you because I'd like to get rid of it? She's like, absolutely wrap it up. I will take it. Looks perfect for my nurse daughter. And then we get some text. <laughs> and it says, Annabelle now sits in a glass case inside the artifact room of Ed and Lorraine Warren. It is blessed by a priest twice a month. And then we also see little Annabelle in her case. In her glass case. She's looking evil as hell. Mm-hmm. She looks like a circus freak. And we get a little quote from Lorraine Warren. And it says, The threat of evil is ever present. We can contain it as long as we stay vigilant, But it can never truly be destroyed. Bum, bum, and bum. then we zoom in on Annabelle. And you're like, oh, God, we're going to get a jump scare. We're going to get a jump scare. But we don't. We just we get a black screen. Just, yep. Which I don't appreciate that when they do that kind of shit. Because you're like, that heart starts beating. You're thinking it's coming, but nothing. And then nothing. And that's the end of the movie. Thoughts. (laughs) Prayers. My thoughts were (laughs) just laughable. Like, if it's on, I I wouldn't watch it again. If someone wanted to watch it with me, I would watch it with them. But, like, it's it's not. I didn't think it was terrible. It's not the worst horror movie I've ever seen by far. It's decent. I say decent. It's all right. It's it does have a very much of the feel of the Conjuring universe, which is yeah. part of, so that makes sense. It's not the Conjuring, which is way better. But then, like I, I take it back because I'm always like, who would take these creepy artifacts into their home? And like I always would, want to sure. go to secondhand shops or thrift stores mm-hmm. and find things that maybe a soul is attached to that I could bring into my home. <laughs> no. And so I get it. I just don't maybe want an Annabelle one. 
Um, and then the creepy artifact thing is one thing. Dolls, I will never purchase. Well, like I said, I'm going to uh, share a picture on Instagram of the doll that I took from my grandmother after she passed, and then. Is the it creepy? creepy? Oh, it's super fucking creepy. I actually think I have a doll here. I'll have to find it after we're done. I'll show it to you. Cass was in like, the I can't like do things with, with you faces. while she watches. Why uh, was she in the room gonna... watching? Put her in the closet. And then she's out. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, now she's on my altar. That's where she belongs with devil shit. <laughs> Let's rate this bitch. All right. So for Chucky, which we all know, right now it's our jump scare. Jump scare. What did you give it? I actually gave it a 3.5 because I jumped <laughs> so many times. This Ooh, is probably bitch. one of my higher Chucky ratings. I gave it a 2.5. I didn't jump too many times. I jumped like when the like little Annabelle turned into like the big woman. Mm-hmm. Like that part was kind of jumpy to me. I didn't because I had watched the trailer before I started oh, and that's in the trailer. Okay. I had never seen it, I guess. I watched the trailer because you had to, we had to purchase this on Amazon. We had to rent it on yeah. Amazon because it's not free anywhere. So I watched the trailer before I rented it. Why? I don't know because I knew I had to rent it. But but you did anyway. But I did. But yeah, I, th- I like I said, I jumped several times. So <laughs> And she was angry about it, y'all. Because I'm a wuss. Also, just to note, I'm extremely easily startled. Like, <laughs> even in real life when I'm not super anxious about the election. Truth. So, so for Freddie, mind fuckery. Big old one. Big old one. Big old one. There is no mind I saw the whole movie coming. Yep. So, Just, you know. Um, yeah. Leatherface, right. gore. A one. A one. Nothing. There was no blood except for like on her arm when she thought she had that her cut. arm and then like I guess when John goes to the neighbor's place and he comes back and but blood you don't that really, isn't his. You don't no. see it. No. And there is like when Annabelle Higgins cuts her throat. But again, you don't see it. No. There's no it's, score. Was this movie rated R? I don't know. We it should, should be PG-13. It should be PG. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it shouldn't, but... Hannibal, how smart is this movie? Another one? Another one. Right. Not yeah. smart at all. Yeah. Like, uh, not, no. I'm not going to try and justify my score. It's not smart. It's just not smart. It's predictable. Not that it's not enjoyable, but yeah. it's predictable. It's predictable. But... Pennywise, how much do we enjoy it? I gave it a 2.5. Oh, me too. Ah, we're exactly. twins. Yeah, I mean. Like I, like I said, it's not bad, but it's not good. Right. You know, you and I both, we really like a more psychological thriller mm-hmm. kind of a thing. I want to be fucked up. Like, yeah. Like hereditary. Like where you're thinking about it for days. Jump scares just don't do it that for me. It's scary for 30 for seconds, two seconds. And then you and then move it's on. Like, oh, this cracked out doll. Right. Right. So, my total is 9 out of 25. My total is 8. So, so as you can see, apparently we did not love Annabelle. <laughs> but, I feel, I always feel bad. But, like, the Conjuring series is so popular. Like, people Maybe that's it. Love I, it. I feel, I'm like, I feel bad that I gave it such a low score, but... I will say, I haven't seen all the movies in the Conjuring universe. I've seen The Conjuring 1 Same. and 2. Yeah. I thought The Conjuring 1 was good. Me too. It's pretty scary. It's got a lot of jump scares, which they do like in these kind of series. But the second one, isn't to me, isn't as good. But I haven't seen any of the Annabelles. Me either. So if this well, is the no, caliber... Well, like, like 2 and 3, and I'm like... That's what I'm saying. If this is the caliber oh. both of those are at, like, I'm good. I don't know if I want to watch them. <laughs> we got Annabelle. We got... <laughs> We I got seen, you at one. I seen you cracked out the eyes. Right. I don't need to see him again. We got it, Bourbon Street. <laughs> 
What are we doing in two weeks? We are doing Alien. I have a lot to say about this movie. Oh, we are going to have such conflicting fucking views about Alien. <laughs> I watched Alien for the first time Oof. a few weeks ago. What, a month or two ago? Mm-hmm. I was with my parents. I told my mom I'd never seen it. And she's like, oh, we should watch it. So we did. And the whole time, I was like, people like this movie? Oh, I've seen the franchise. I <laughs> had the franchise. They think this is scary? DVD. You know what? We're going to branch into, like, sci-fi horrors. This is our first well, one. I do love sci-fi. I do love horror. So I should enjoy this movie. But also, this was, like, a, a suggestion from Samantha. It was a request. Yes. Uh-huh. It was a request. So we're going to... Girl, we're going to do some sci-fi. We'll, we'll, we'll show it to you. It's... I mean, if you love it, let us know. I... I have some things to say about because it. Because you have poor taste. Wow. Wow. Did that hurt? Wow, that hurt. Like, you hit me hard. <laughs> How dare you? I love... I have great taste. How dare you? How Who do you think you, you are? <laughs> so, whatever. You can find us on Facebook and yes. Instagram. We are at Room 237, the podcast. You can find us on Twitter. We are at Room 237, the pod C1. Or you can send us an old-fashioned email at Room 237 at gmail.com. That's right. You know, let us know some suggestions of stuff you want to hear, yeah. hear us do. Like like we just said, we're Alien is a suggestion, so we're going to be doing that one soon. And we've had a few others in the past that we've done, so give us one. We'd love to do it. Absolutely. And don't forget to rate and review us. Please do. iTunes 5 Woo-woo. stars. 5 and, stars. Um, I'm going to cut it because I've been drinking since yep. 10 a.m. Fuck. Yeah. 10.30. Damn, girl. I'm surprised right. we can even understand what you're saying. I know. This bonus episode's about to be a lit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lots of love. Until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.